Honestly, I'm not really sure why I'm calling. It's just, I'm having nightmares. My husband and I, we're just fighting a lot. I can't get any sleep. Things just keep getting worse and it's starting to feel like I can't do this by myself anymore. We could use some help figuring things out. Okay. Well, I'm glad you called. Why don't you tell me more about what's going on? There's no wrong reason to reach out for crisis support. Whatever you're going through, the Veterans Crisis Line is here to help. Visit VeteransCrisisLine.net to learn more. Hello and welcome again to Oscar Mike Radio. I am the host, Travis, and we are in flight right now. Oscar Mike Radio is part of the Hoobazoo Network. You can find out more on Hoobazoo.com. And I want to thank all my sponsors for supporting Oscar Mike Radio and my supporters too. Joyce Asak of Asak Real Estate, Reapers Detailing and Power Washing, Quezon Shaving Company, Simper Savage, and Bottom Gun Coffee. I am excited to be here right now. Um, the gentleman to my left is from Germany and he has the distinct pleasure and honor of having done the same job in the Marine Corps that I did. So without any further ado, I want to welcome Ulrich Kromer to Oscar Mike Radio. Thank you for joining me, sir. Thank you for the invitation to your session. No problem. No problem. Um, we got connected because I was trying to get some hawk footage. And all of a sudden, my Facebook inbox says, hey, I'm, I'm Ulrich, and I have all these photos and images. And what happened is... I'm like, okay, I, I got on a Facebook call and a Zoom call. We started going over just a tiny bit of what Ulrich had. And it's awesome. It is amazing. If you were an air defense artillery, and if you are a Raytheon person, and you served in the United States Marine Corps, U.S. Army, or overseas in air defense, you probably come across Hawk. And I think Ulrich has the most images, content, and history about Hawk, and I'm just happy to talk with you. So kind of tell us, you know, you know, I have my story about how I joined the Marine Corps. Tell me how a, a guy in Germany makes the decision to join the German military and get into Hawk, Ulrich. Yes. I finished school in 1972, and then I got my first invitation letter to the German Air Force, to the German Bundeswehr, and I went to the Freiwilligen Annahmestelle. That means where you have to introduce to yourself. And I passed there a test for two days and they offered me to go to the German Air Force. And I was assigned for a translator in, the, in For Bliss for three years. And <clears throat> Beginning January, I entered my AIT in the German Air Force in Hamburg, Wandsbeck, in the 9th Battery of the 1st German Air Force Regiment for Education. Stayed there for over three months. And in 
beginning April, I started to transfer, to be transferred to Uthersen, where the German language school for English of the Bundeswehr is situated. And there I visited a special course during six months for special military English, made the test, and I passed with about 95%. And after this, I made a Hawk transition course, which was specially for the further education to be a translator in for bliss. <clears throat> and then I went to NCO school, made my course over there. And at the end of September, I was transferred to the first, to my first assignment in the battery of Hawk, which was stationed in Bremerförde, the town where I'm still living. It was the first battery of the 36th Battalion German Flarak. And there I was given a course during three months in the launching section, working with the loader, with the pallet and all the stuff. And I made a test over there. And then I was assigned to leave Germany in July. But during this time, I had an accident with the car. At, at this time, you were not allowed as a soldier to go for duty outside Germany. And therefore, this was canceled. And I stayed in this unit. And I got, I say, my science as a, as a sergeant. And I stayed there. And I was assigned for my first course in Fort Bliss at the German Air Force Air Defense School in 1975, beginning the 10th of December. And this lasts until the 12th of December. Then I returned back and this course was for using the radars in the, in the Hawk section. I was assigned to be a TCA in the Battery Control Center. I passed the course also with a good result. And when I came back, I, I made 24-7 until the end of January. And then the battery, comm battery commander, he came to me, he told me, you are not, you are assigned normally for a course to be a, a PAR mechanic in August, but this is canceled. I was very astonished, he told me, but I give you a better decision. You will do another assignment to because you have already been an operator and got educated in the, in, the, in the launching section, you will become a high power mechanic and you will go in three weeks to Fort Bliss. You will leave on the 27th of January. Yeah. So, so you went back to Fort Bliss. Yes, and 27th of January, I went back to Fort Bliss, went to first to the base, to I say to basic electronics and then started working education 
with a high power, with a loader, with a launcher, with a pallet and all the stuff during 11 months until the 15th of December. And then I started vacation over there in Fort Bliss until the end of January. And my, my moss, how you tell in English, it was 24 Charlie that contains high power launcher, loader, pallet, all the stuff from the launching section. How, how, did, how did you like Fort, how, how was Fort Bliss after growing up in Germany? What was your, what was your take on Fort Bliss? Very interesting. My, my takeoff with the airplane to Fort Bliss. Well, when, we, when you got to Fort Bliss from being in Germany all your life, it's a very different environment. So what was that like? Well, she, we, we started with, 20, with 68 degrees in Fort Bliss. And when we arrived at Cologne, where the, where the airplane stopped at the military airport, it was... What of minus three degrees centigrade? That's about twenty-seven Fahrenheit. <laughs> and then, then we drove to the mountain where where my house was situated. And then my father picked picked us up from the airport. We stayed there, and two weeks later, we went to Bremerförde. I how's it? I went to the commander to report and I was assigned to the battery normal service. And meanwhile, we had found an apartment in Bremerförde and we moved over there and there we stayed for three months. And after three months, I got a great apartment close to the barracks, no, close to the caserne. And when I was at a shift, we I had the opportunity to, to call home because at my house I had a military phone. <coughs> I I had no use to the normal telephone box. And it was nice. And at this time there were in Bremerförde about between 12 and 15 Mexican women being married to German soldiers in Germany in Bremerförde. There were stations one, two, three, four combat batteries and all, all these Mexican women, they have been like, a, how you say, like a coffee meeting sometimes a week and they were good friends. So Where what was, was the... What, Oh, sorry, go ahead. Where I was living, there were three houses. In these three houses, there were living three German soldiers with their Mexican wife. Yeah. And they got connected because of we had they had also no problem, for example, to buy German food over no Mexican food over there. Sometimes we went to Hamburg because there was a special Mexican shop. They could buy all the stuff there. And in the German supermarkets, you also could find American stuff. Yeah. What is for, for eating, yeah? 
So when when you're serving, it's still the Cold War. Russia is still, you know, very, very powerful, very interested in and possibly, you know, taking action. The, the MiGs were very good back then. What was that like when you're working on the launchers? And because I was going to say your progression was similar to mine or typical Marine Corps hawker. We all start off with the launcher. And if they thought you were proficient, you got to do loader school and work on the missiles. And, you know, then, then they wanted you to work on the radars. I started with the uh, continuous wave acquisition radar, but it sounds like you went to the PAR, the high power radar. Did you ever crew the, uh, the, the continuous wave? What do you mean? No, so there was a there, there was the, the 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 par radar right, and then there's the yeah. high power, the the with the two the, the two antennas, and then we had a we had what was called the continuous wave acquisition. Yeah, yeah. we we had in our side we had no problems with the okay. with the microwave because our radars were installed on towers. The the towers they were eighteen meters high, and when you you, you even could not reach with the high power the, the side when even if, if, if you make, make the antenna most down, you know what I mean? We right, had no right. problems with it. Also, there was no radiation on the ground. Yeah. But in, on other sides where they only have some small hills, there it was more careful because all the signs have been applied. You know what I mean, yeah? Be yes. careful hazard radiation and keep away 150 meters. We had, we, we should not, we had, we did not have to take really care about this, but we also took care about our, how you say, two years every, every two years check for the radiation or something. This was made for us. I also made, what is it? Two years ago, uh, another radiation test with my wife and my children, still negative. There's not, I, I have no problems with cancer or something like this with her. Yeah. Did, did you ever, were, were any other Russian planes or did you ever do war games with other countries to test uh, you know, your skill in, in target engagement? No, I have not worked in, 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 in target engagement, but we, we have, we had engagement with the Russian. They sometimes, they came with their cars, you know, from the, with their cars close to our side. And then we called the police and they, 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 they sent them back. You know what I mean? But I, I went sometimes what was it, six or seven times with our battery to, to Crete, where we stayed for a firing one week at the Namfi NATO missile firing installation. Now, now tell, tell us, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, my, what's it like when you watch the missile leave the launcher? I mean, because that's a special moment for a hawker. What, what was that like to you? It's, I would say, it's like, fulfilling your job you see yes. what is what is happening you see that you you feel good 
you see all the radars are working, probably the whole system is working, and you see the result when the missile is leaving the launch, is passing the fence, and then it's okay. You are satisfied, and all the other guys, which also take place at the firing, it's a great relief. It's it's incredible, right? Because you know we're all we're all in the safety range. We don't want anybody near the launchers because of the back blast of the missile, and we know that you know we're we're going to fire at something you know between twenty and forty miles away. And you're right. You see the you know that the, the we 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 found the target. We acquired the target. We hit the button, and then boom. And, and and you realize that that means the missile's already broken the sound barrier, and then you get the report we got a hit, and I'm like I'm like yeah we, we were all like yeah we all did our job in that one moment we did all this work to get up there it's a it's a really cool feeling right yes and when the missile is on flight in flight you could see you could hear by the loudspeaker from the Greeks that the target. Is at range between 60 and 40 is coming closer and the missile is coming too and then they tell hit it and three times we heard or we our commander when he got the result one time the the missile hit the target 60 centimeters from it oh that's a very good session that's very good by, by 35 miles this. I mean, so for ladies and gentlemen, when the when the missile flies, it's not hitting the target directly. What happens is here's the enemy aircraft. Well, yeah, here's the enemy aircraft. Here's the missile, and it explodes, and yeah. these huge pellets hit it. And but 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 we can tell, like 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 Ulrich is telling you all that you can tell how close you were to the actual target before yeah. the missile detonated and you want to be closer. That's how precise we were. Um, did you ever work in the, in the BCP and on the scopes? In the PCP, we worked, we worked on the scope, uh, how say checking the high power. Yeah? yeah. It's nearly the same steps like you do in the BCC or the FC or Alpha or Bravo concert, but you, you must, you have another use from the PCP. It's nearly the same, but I was we I was using the high, I was using the high power checking only from the BCC because I was more accustomed to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just just out of curiosity, now now in the in Marine Corps, I was in the Aviation Support uh, MOS group, Military Occupational Specialty Group. And my number was a seventy-two twenty-two Hawk missile operator. What did they call? What What did you all call it? What was the official German designation for it? Also, when you are an operator, it is called in German Flarak Ofts H. That means TC, TCO and the the how you say uh, TCA and the the Iqua operator, and okay. then. There is Flarak of Ziot. That is the that is the the FCFCO fire, fire control fire, fire control officer. Yep. Yeah. And then is there is is also another Flarak of Tska. That is the crew chief and the 
members of the of the of the which are working in the section for like running from launcher to launcher, the LSTBO and the this other and the and the mechanics we have we had the the 24 Charlie for the high power and then the 24 Echo for the PAR, BCC, RR, and then the 24, 24 Golf that was ICC, PCP, and IQA and IFS. Yeah. Um, now, did, were you being promoted throughout your service? I mean, so, um, you know, people start off in the Marine Corps as an E1 or a private and then move up the ranks. How was your promotion schedule working for you as you as you did your military career? I entered in 73 as a canonier, who are that means you are you are signed for sergeant running, and then after six months I got private, and after one and a half year. I was promoted to a sergeant. One year later, became staff sergeant. And after finishing the mechanicals in Fort Bliss, eight or nine months later, I got becoming a, what is it, a sergeant. And one year later, I became master sergeant. Oh, nice! And this, and this was my rank up to the up to the end when I finished military service. So you joined the German military in 1972. When did you leave yes. service? Hmm? When I, I I finished the German the, my military service the 31st of August in 1985 after 12 years and eight months. Very good. And then, and. and at this time, I had the opportunity still to become an office official for the German state, and I applied for many institutions, and I entered the German, the German post because they first gave me an offer to become a member of them, and I applied, I signed the papers, and I went to the German Postal Service. I, I studied there for three years, and then became, how I say, inspector, and I stayed there from 1985 until 2019, when I retired, and I left as a, what is, like, with the grade of a captain, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what got you interested? Because, you know, there's not many hawkers in the United States. There, There's more Army than Marine Corps, but the, the Army quit using Hawk before the Marine Corps did. But what, what prompted you to, because ladies and gentlemen, when I say he has a lot of Hawk history, he's gone through and collected and collated all the Hawk units in the world, their, their history, their unit patches. What got you interested in doing that, Ulrich? I, at this time, I had no hobby while I was working in the postal office. And in what was it, in 2005, I because I still had connection to the German Hawk Battalion, which was closed in 2002 here in Bremerförde. I had many, and they gave me so many stuff for remembering. I collected this, and one time came in my mind, you have no 
copy. Like other persons, they collected stems and looking at the stems, I collected the history of thought. And then I started beginning. I looked at the internet, I found a group. We have a forum here in Germany, which is called Alpha Section Present with about 2,000, with about 1,500 members. Really? This, wow. This forum was founded in, in 2007, also by a German guy. He's also very active for Hawk, still like me. And we are, we, I found the address in the internet and I got connected to them. And then I saw all these pictures from other persons from the world. There have been already people from Italy, from Netherlands, from Belgium, or from Denmark, also being becoming members to this group. And then I started collecting the pictures or information. And over all the years, I got more and more and when, face, when I got assigned to Facebook in 2011, I found many groups from Denmark, from Netherlands, from Belgium, from France, from Spain, from Italy, from Greece, and also the German groups. And I saw one group, which was about the German Air Force Air Defense School on the Facebook there was no administrator. I checked, became the administrator and I got assigned to this group. And then I cleaned this group and I rebuilt it as a new one. It is still working. Now I have there about 1,250 members. Yeah. Americans also from other countries looking always for the news because I also installed there many pictures about Nike and Patriot and, and because, and also many German guys, they have been together with American on the same course. And sometimes they find their friendship another time, having lost about 30 years. For example, in 1976, when I was, I, I found, I got connected to two American guys, which were working as private for the, U.S. Army and became a custodial in Italy with Nike. Last year, I got an email from a, from one of these guys. Forty years later, he said to me, "Are you this member? I found your your name on the page of a of of the, of the, of, the, of the Italian battery." I told him, "Yes, I am. Look, here's a picture from us." He was astonished. Well, I think people people don't understand this. Hawk, Hawk is still used yes, in other parts is, of the world. Hawk is still used in many parts of the world. For example, in in, in, in Europe, there is still used in Sweden, in Romania, in Spain, and in Turkey. The Turk, the, the Greeks, they are they are doing 24-7 and Romania too and Spain also the Spain Hawk Battalion or Regiment is close to Gibraltar 
about 20 kilometers from Gibraltar in San Roque in Stock. The Greeks, they have their Hawk Battalion around Athens and Thessaloniki situated. And the Turkey Air Force, I don't know where they are situated, but I have seen videos on Twitter that they were using meanwhile Hawk also in Syria against this, what is it, uh, ESS. Um. You know, as we talk about Hawk being used, you know, I did want to ask your your feelings about what's going on with Ukraine. And, you know, air defense is going to figure in greatly if if that happens. So what I'm talking about is, you know, this is February 14th, 13th when we're recording this. But, you know, I'm being we're seeing over here in the U.S. that, you know, uh, Russia may attack the Ukraine. And I'm curious to know, is, is air defense important, you know, to, to deter any kind of invasion? No, I, I don't know what is a sign from Putin or from Mr. Biden, what they are doing in the next future. But I think when they make preparations, they make it clearly and when you see the information that the NATO has applied stuff in Lithuania, in Eastland, and Latvia, and also American soldiers already situated in Cologne or in Romania, it's as a precaution. I don't know. And yeah. when you see, when you when you listen, Mr. Putin has no intention to enter Ukraine. I can't believe it and I can't prove it, whether he will do it or not. We will see, let's say the next four weeks, then we can see. But I hope that there will be no war in Europe. It would be terrible. I, I completely agree, Ulrich. I, I think war at this point, it would be terrible. It's not something that either you or I want to see happen. And, um, you know, it would, it would cause great disarray and undo a lot of work that's been done over there. I only know momentarily my mother-in-law, she is at our house. She is from Ukraine. Yes. Okay. okay. She is talking every day to her family. She told me that they all are going to the shops and buying more stuff to keep at home. You know, like, like sugar, milk, powder and all. They tell the prices, the prices are meanwhile raising a lot over there. Oh, the wow. People, the, people, the people, they are anxious because they don't know what will happen in the near future. It's very uncertain for sure. Um, you know, it was a lot of uncertainty for, for me just really briefly when we got the word that, you know, our Hawk Battalion, uh, it was first... LAM, First Light Anti-Aircraft Missile Battalion, was being decommissioned. Um, you know, the Marine Corps wasn't going to use it anymore, and the Army's Patriot system would take on that role. And, you know, I kind of wondered how you felt when Germany decided to move away from Hawk. Germany went from Hawk, the ultimate, the ultimate, the battalion in 2005. Yeah. And, but... There is still a private hawk battalion. Where you I'm tell also, me. 
Huh? You were telling me. I was really excited. We are, we are how to say, a group of fanatic hawk soldiers from different countries, from Netherlands, from Belgium, from Italy, and from Germany. We have a complete hawk battalion. The Get first, out. I, I still first, can't believe that. The first, the first parts we got from Belgium, and we got a, a PAR, a BCC, and a arrow and an arrow, which and a launcher, which was standing at the air defense school in Belgium in Lombardia, that is close to us, and at the North Sea. They gave us to, and we got them with a signed paper from the King of Belgium that it will be ours. And other parts like a PCP, IQA, and another ROR and loader we got from the Netherlands, which was still unused and standing as additional. It was parts. unused? No, no, no more use because Netherlands, okay. they have sold all their hawk equipment to the Romanian state and okay. they are still using it. And we got additional parts what they had at the minister, uh, I would say at the supply center. They, they wanted to throw it away, but we take it. You know what I mean? And, oh, yeah. then, and, uh, and a high power and the ICC we got from the German military museum because they have a complete hawk, stand, hawk system standing over there in Berlin Gato where the military German Air Force Museum is on a air, 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 air flugplatz. Air, air, you know what? It, yeah, air, yeah, 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 yeah. Airport, and, so, and, and this stuff works. Huh? This stuff all works. Like you can emplace the launcher and use the loader to put missiles on it. Yes, yes. and we use the, I say, we are, we are also going on military on military un uh, how you say, unions, which take place in Netherlands, in Belgium, or in Germany, for example, this year in June takes place or in 20 places in Germany that uh, from the German Air Force, day of the, of the, of the German Bundeswehr, yes? And yeah. our private unit is invited to take place in Warendorf. This is about 200, about 150 kilometers from the place in the Kasern where we have our radars all in underground. We have, we have meanwhile, what is it, 12 or 15 trucks. We can make a deployment we, we met us normally two days before, make an arrangement with everything ready, and then we start. So and you then, all do, you all get in convoy formation and yes. head out like you're going to in place. Yes, and the, it, it's a concern where the, where the exhibitionist, we get our place, we, in, we install the radars, and the radars are, for example, the IQA and the PAR, they are rotating in the same way as the IFF2, but there is no radiation because all these radars are demilitarized. Yeah, yeah. Militarized. 
and on the on the scopes in the BCC, we have a program where you can sit down at the FC council and make a missile shot. You know what I mean? Right, right. You can, you know, it, it, it simulates you locking on to a target. Hey, let me ask you this. On the high power, does your 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 optical camera, your task camera still work? No. Our, okay. uh, the, our high power, what we have is not applied with the camera. It is still the normal the normal hyper. It is what is it? Not PIP3, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, so it's still radar, it's still you know, tr tracking in, getting the yes. signal and, and capturing it back. Yes. Okay. But still, it, it, you, you can sit in the BCP and simulate target engagement as yes. if you're really, oh, that is, to do that one more time, Ulrich, would just be we, exciting. We have, a, we have a, how is it? We have a special program, which, is, which was invented. I will send it to you. Then you can play it on your computer. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you it, it's like Christmas, Ulrich. Yeah, and this oh, Tannenbaum, oh, Tannenbaum. I, I, I will, I will send it to you. There's also also an installation. You can you can install it on your computer, and then you can start missile firing. You can you can think you are the operator at the FC council. I, if I you know. like it, you have it. I know I'm supposed to be like professionally detached and everything, but forget all that. That that is exciting. I mean, to yeah. do it one more time because to, to do this, to learn how to place all the gear, well, make sure there's detection at home. Yeah, and 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 make sure you're safe doing it because it's it can be dangerous if you're doing it at night or in bad weather or whatever, and, and you can't see. You can make a mistake and get seriously hurt. And then, you know, tracking the aircraft there, the enemy aircraft inbound and gain, it, it's a lot of moving pieces. And, and, you know, it's exciting when you get a chance to, to work on your craft. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. That's, yes. Awesome. So you had this event coming up in June. You, you, you start us at a, at a hobby, but I've, I've seen folks and I'll have the links in the Oscar Mike radio show posts where to your point, People all over the world, Ulrich, are, are reaching out to you to either give you Hawk memorabilia or, you know, ask you like I did for some Hawk videos. Did yes. you ever think it was going to grow like this? Well, I have a great collection of Hawk videos. And also from like about Mrs. Fry, I have found a special page, for example, from Korea. That's right. And high quality videos for missile firing. I have sent you them all. I have downloaded them all. And I also have a YouTube channel. I'll have to get that YouTube link and put it in the show post. Like, you know, we'll, we'll do it. I mean, I, I could watch this stuff all day long. Um, you know, it's, it's really cool to hear that, you know, Hawk has, you know, survived this long uh, and, and people still and use it. You see, what is it about two weeks ago? I found a page from the battalion in Singapore. 
Oh, really? They are still using. They are still using Hawk. I checked the page. I downloaded the page. I downloaded everything. What is for my for my history, and I also looked for the history of the battalion. Everything. You sometimes you must look at the pages. For example, on Facebook, when a person applies, how you say to to become a membership of the group. You know what I mean? Right. You you can see that they have photos on their private pages. But why these persons don't post them in the groups, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah? Right. If you, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I've done it before with, with some of the US-based uh, groups where I posted my hawk pictures and people shared theirs with me. It, it, it's, it's, I think it's right because it's our history and, and you know, um, it's still being used. And it was a very good system. It was a very good system. For example, in, in the United States, it's also still a working group like us. I, I haven't run across anybody in the U.S. and, and we kind oh, in U.S. in in U.S. too, yeah. in in New Mexico, close to Alamogordo, there are the veterans of the Seventh Battalion National Guard, two hundred fifty. They, they have. They, they have a Hawk Battalion. They they are working on it, and they have still supply by ration. Because they have a, a BCC, ICC, PCP, and the radars running, and they can simulate still direct talk. I gotta look that up. I, I gotta look that up. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I will send you the, the links this evening. Thank you very Hopefully much. You can get connected to them. Thank you. Thank you. Well, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Travis with Oscar Mike Radio. I'm with Ulrich Kromer, who is a German Army veteran. And, you know, we got connected through uh, Facebook and Oscar Mike Radio because I was trying to add more hot stuff to the show. And I just want to thank you, Ulrich, for coming on and sharing with me. And I'm hoping, I can't promise you yet, but if it works out, I would love to come over and see what you all do with your private battery. I mean, it, it's really something cool when you see a battery roll up and in place it, it, there's nothing like it so just thank will, you for your time I will, send you, I will send you this this evening one doc sign from where you can see all german talk sites which have been equipped with towers you can see how they look there have been three hawk sites only with towers within 50 miles from the region where I live and one bauxite from Netherlands was close to Hanover and another bauxite from the from the US Army was close to Schweinfurt and the, the southern one was in Langries that was from the 4th Battery 33rd Battalion and another one was used by the Italian org unit in Fiorano, close to Milano. Oh, wow. Well, again, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to have the links to 
everything that Ulrich has in the Oscar Mike Radio show post. You can find it on OscarMikeRadio.com. And I want you to look at it because, yes, Hawk is not used by several countries, including the U.S. and Germany, but it's still being used. And it, it was really, you know, a deterrent system during the Cold War and Vietnam War to keep, keep aircraft from bombing, you know, precious targets. And, and that's what it did. And, you know, it had a very storied history. So to get a chance to have this talk with you, Ulrich, has been very special. And I'm looking forward to doing other things with you. Thank you. Yeah. Have a nice day. Awesome, awesome. I'm Travis, again, with Oscar Mike Rio. This is Ulrich Kromer, German Army veteran. Very pleasure to have him on the show. And as we say in Hawk, we are missile in flight. Thank you again. I want to thank you for joining me and watching Oscar Mike Radio. Now go to OscarMikeRadio.com and click shop to check out all the cool merchandise from Authentically American. All proceeds go to veteran service organizations. We are Mission in Flight.